The last day of Hanukkah is called Zeus Hanukkah. The simple reason for this is because on the last day of Hanukkah we read in the Torah Zeus Hanukkah Samizbeach. But since Minig Yisrael Torah here and every aspect of Torah is perfect and precise, it's understood that if we call this day Zeus Hanukkah, it means that this day represents the whole Yom Tov of Hanukkah. One way to understand this is based on the well-known question whether each day of Hanukkah is something separate or if it's one long continuum. And the practical difference between these two possibilities is if a ger becomes a ger in the middle of Hanukkah or a cotton becomes a gadol in the middle of Hanukkah, what are his responsibilities? Does he have a chiv, an obligation, to continue to light the nearest of Hanukkah or not? And the Raghachavar says that this is dependent upon a machlekes rishenim. Now, if you're going to say that it's one long continuum, being that each day of Hanukkah is incomplete until you have the full shatach, the full span of time, of all eight days. Therefore, it's understood that the last day of Hanukkah should be called Zeis Hanukkah. This is it. Now we have a complete Hanukkah. This also explains the relationship to Zeis Hanukkah Samizbeach, which is written immediately after the complete Hakrava of all 12 of the Nesim, the princes of each of the Shvatim. Only after the gifts that each and all of the princes from each of the Shvatim brought together, do you have Zeus Chanukas Hamizbeach? Do you have the complete fulfillment of the inauguration of the Mizbeach? But this answer is not completely sufficient because the similar concept you have also by other Yom Tevim, such as Sukkot that according to one opinion, all of the seven days of Sukkot are one mitzvah, And nevertheless, we don't find that the last day of Sukkot is called Zeus Sukkot. We also have to understand, with regard to the Chanukah Samizbeach, the language Zeus Chanukah Samizbeach is also on the first day, as it says in the Pasuk, Zeus Chanukah Samizbeach, B'yoyim Himashach, I say. And, then, on the last day, it says, Zeus Chanukah Samizbeach Achrei Himashech Oisei. And, as the Medrash says, that Hashem considered it as if each of the twelve princes, the Nesim, brought all of their karbanis on the first day because of the special advantage that the first day represents, and on the last day because of the special advantage that the last day represents. But on Hanukkah, we only find that the last day of Hanukkah is called Zeis Hanukkah, not the first day. Now, the difference between the first day and the last day is that the first day includes all of the days that come after it, Bikoyach in potential. And the last day includes all of the days that preceded it, Bipoyal, in practicality, that they all actually took place. If so, we can explain that even though when it comes to the inauguration of the Mizbeach, 
it's possible to say Zeus both by the first day, which represents the potential, and the last day, which represents the practicality. On Hanukkah, the main emphasis is only in the Bipoyal, in the, in the practicality. And therefore, Hanukkah, only the last day, is called Zeus Hanukkah. And this is something that we see even in the name Hanukkah, as is known the Rashatevis, that is brought down in the Paiskim, with regard to the word Hanukkah, that the first the letters of Hanukkah are the first letters of Ches Neiris Vehalachok Beiselel. We light eight candles, and the halacha follows Beiselel. That Beiselel says that we are Moisif Vehalach. We add one candle each night, and it's known with regard to the Machlekes Beishame and Beiselel. And this is a rule which is true in the Machlekesin, in the arguments that we find between Beisham and Beisillel across Shas. That Beisham, who says, that we decrease each day, corresponding to the days that have passed, that are coming, rather, is because the opinion of Beishamai is that we follow the potential. And therefore, on the first day we light eight candles because that's the potential of the first night. And we continue to decrease as the potential decreases as well. On the other hand, Beishillel says that we follow Bipayil. We follow the practicality. And therefore, according to Beishillel, the amount of candles we light is according to how many days actually passed on the first day one, and so on and so forth, we add and we go. Since in the name of Hanukkah, there is the emphasis that we paskin, we follow the opinion of Beis Hillel, this shows us that Hanukkah, there is an emphasis specifically on the bepoil, on the practicality. Now, we first have to understand the opinion of Beishamai that because we emphasize the potential, therefore we light the candles in a way of decreasing. And seemingly this is not understood. What is the logic to say that something is expressed specifically in its koyach, in its potential, when that potential hasn't been actualized. For example, on the night of Hanukkah, on the first night, according to Beishama, you're lighting eight candles because of the potential for the coming eight nights. But all you practically see in front of you is the fact that the nace was accomplished for one night. Seemingly, the whole point of a potential is that which it is able to actualize why would you put preference to the potential over the actual reality? It's quite clear then that Beishamah is teaching us that the difference between the Koyach and the Poyal, that 
something that's not bepoiled, that hasn't been actualized, isn't real yet, is only by a person who can choose, perhaps, not to actualize the potential. However, when it comes, for example, to a mitzvah, that the mitzvah, its potential will definitely be actualized. It's only a question of time. Then, as soon as that potential exists, it's as if it has already been completely actualized. And therefore, Beishamai holds that when it comes to matters of Torah, the emphasis is put always on the Bekoyach, on the potential, because Torah controls the world. And it's not possible that anything will get in the way of that potential. And furthermore, in matters of Torah, Ein Koyach Choser Pael. In the potential, you already have the full actualization. Now, with regard to Torah, we always have two extremes. You have the Nusen Torah and the Mekabel HaTorah. For example, you have the idea that Ein Divrei Torah Mekabelin because the words of Torah can never become Tomei because they're like fire. In other words, they retain the same holiness, the same spirituality, the same loftiness that they had in the place that they came from. On the other hand, we find that that a Rav can forgive his honor. And the reason why is because Torah delay who? Because the Torah belongs to him, so to speak. It's his Torah, and he can forgive the honor of his own personal Torah. So in Torah, you have the Torah the way it is from the perspective of the Neisana Torah, the way it is in the perspective from above, and the way that Torah is in the perspective of the Mikable HaTorah, the way that it is from below. According to Beishamai, even after the Torah was given, the emphasis is the Bekoyach, the potential, meaning that even as the Torah exists here below, we focus on the way the Torah is from the Eibishter, where Ein Koyach Chaser Poyel, where the potential already contains the practical actualization of it below and nothing can get in its way. It still exists in its pure spiritual state. However, according to Beis Hillel, after the Torah was given, the main emphasis of Torah is Bepoyal. The main emphasis of Torah is the way that it integrates, the way that it becomes one with, the way that it merges to the Mikabel HaTorah, to the one who is receiving the Torah, to us who are bringing the Torah into practical actualization, the emphasis is always, according to Beis Hillel, on the Bipoyal, on the practicality. Therefore, it's specifically Hanukkah where we find that there's an emphasis that Halacha Kebeis Hillel, even though this is true, in the whole entire Torah. And that's because 
Chanukah is something where you have a specific emphasis of the Mechabal. And that's because the Yom Tev of Chanukah is different than all other Yomim Tevim. In this, that the Yom Tev of Torah is Midivrei Seifrim. It's a mitzvah midirabanan, a mitzvah that was neschadesh, that was taught to us through the rabbanon, through the chachamim, from the below, from the mekabel. And this is different even than Purim, which is considered a mitzvah from the Nevi'im, as opposed to Chanukah, which was in the time of the Bayis Sheni, of the second Beis HaMikdash, after there was no longer any Nevi'ah. And therefore, Chanukah is completely a mitzvah shehiskinu chachamim, a mitzvah midirabanan. And that's why, in the name of Chanukah itself, is emphasized that halacha kebeis hillel, there, that there's the emphasis of the mekabel, of the practical actual, actualization and realization that we bring to Torah from below. This is something which is expressed also in the nace of Chanukah. As we've mentioned many times that the Yom Tev of Chanukah is a ruchniistic Yom Tev. It's a Yom Tev when the Yivanim wanted to destroy our religion. It was a time of darkness, a time of concealment, a time of impurity. And the Yidin overcame this darkness that existed in the world through Mesir Nefesh for their religion, for Torah and Mitzvahs. And since this Mesir Nefesh came from the Yidin themselves, despite the darkness that they had, it came from the Mechabel. Therefore, there is the emphasis in the entire Yom Tev of Chanukah and its establishment in its entire expression of Mikabel Mitzvah Dirabanan of Bipoyal of the practical actualization. And this is expressed also in the way we fulfill the mitzvah of Chanukah, which is uniquely from all other mitzvahs in a way of Mahadrin Mina Mahadrin for every single Jew. And that's because the concept of Mahadrin Mina Mahadrin brings out how the Mechabal is going and fulfilling the mitzvah on his own in the most beautiful, most excited possible way. And that's what the Yom Tev of Chanukah is all about. And that's why on the Yom Tev of Chanukah, only when we reach the last day, the final push of Chanukah, the complete fulfillment of Chanukah, where the Bepoyal is there in complete realization, in complete actuality. That's when we're able to call it Zeis Chanukah. This is Chanukah. Because this, Poyal Mamish, is what Chanukah is all about. And therefore, the whole Yom Tev of Chanukah is about Lahar Esachayshech, Al Pesach Beis illuminating the darkness, because there you see and you feel and appreciate the accomplishment of the Mechabel specifically. And on Zeus Chanukah, when you have the most candles lighting up the Menorah, 
it's understood that we have the ability to transform the greatest and the deepest darkness. So from here we have a lesson. Now, when our darkness is in a way of kafal umechupal, the gallus, the exile is overwhelming us. We're at the last moments of the gallus, when the darkness is at its thickest. The way to transform this darkness is through increasing in bipoil, practical action, more and more mitzvahs, more and more act realization. And in this way we bring to Havaya Yagia Khashri and we fulfill the promise that Velaila Kayaim Yar, the night will become illuminated like day with the Geula Hamitis Vashleimal Yedei Mashiach Tzedkeinu B'mheira B'yameinu Mamesh.